football club or a football team is more than the 90 minutes of football on a Saturday afternoon. You don't necessarily get to choose your football team. Most of the time, in England at least, the football team is chosen for you based on the place that you're born and the closest club to that location. This gives you a shared lived experience of the community, the places that surround that football club. And in doing so, you, a community is built around the club who ha likely have shared values and at the very least shared experiences. Of course, there are differences. Um, if that wasn't the case, well, probably each season we pick a different team, hoping to pick the team that won the most games. Perhaps we might even change team halfway through, but we don't. We pick the team or the team picks us based on shared values, that shared community and shared experiences predominantly. Now, we might look at football and say, well, it's about, you know, it's about you having to be in that place and it's not about values. However, football is a big one of the, is the biggest sport uh, on the planet, although probably esports now probably certainly beats football, uh, but probably esports of FIFA is pretty high up there anyway. But it's big. It's a global phenomenon that attracts many, many people. And in the English game, uh, and I think we see worldwide, there is values that have, begin, have become attached to football. And those values have degraded the business practices, the society and the communities that surround those clubs. So, and that starts through the pyramid, the way that money is distributed, the amount of money that is spent or overspent on clubs and players, the types of companies that get involved in sponsorship uh, and the kind of impact that those sponsorships have on society. You know, to be having betting sponsors on most, you know, a variety of clubs in front of uh, families uh, just is, is not productive for society. And football has a big influence. Footballers have a big influence. We've seen that. Um, and society as a whole has many issues that it needs to tackle around climate, diversity, inclusion, well-being, all those kind of things. So why can't football clubs, who are communities, look at those values? Now, I guess some of you would say, well, these are the sort of leftist, woke values that, um, you know, a, a vegan who supports AFC Wimbledon might have. Fair enough. Um, but then I guess, you know, the values that I think are really important <laughs> and values that I think uh, extend into the communities that we engage with and that we should have a positive impact on people around us in the, in the way that we act and interact and um, that positivity normally comes out about doing no harm to others. Um, why am I talking about this now? Well, because AFC Wimbledon have been on a streak of losses after a relegation and this has in, brought out again from a number of people the question that has of fan ownership and that we shouldn't be fan owned uh, and that is what's fundamentally causing uh, the decline of the football club's experience and position on the pitch. I fundamentally disagree with this. I think it's a complete misunderstanding of fan ownership and a complete misunderstanding of the connection between fan ownership and the problems that we are seeing, be that on the pitch and potentially off the pitch. Those two things are not intrinsically linked. What kind of problems do we actually have 
if we don't if we take away the conversation about ownership because i think it's it's the wrong conversation to be had at the wrong time you make so you make decisions around things based on the actual problems that are being faced do we have a funding issue potentially you know we want we we as a fan owned club our response are are looked after by the Don's Trust Board who are elected by the Don's Trust members. And one of the things that we've certainly always said as members and the board, from what I can understand, is that we want to be run as a sustain as a sustainable business. Okay? Unfortunately, football is unsustainable. Its funding model is unsustainable because more money is put in uh, that is spent then comes into the vast majority of clubs is completely unsustainable and relies on money uh, being you know injected at various points to keep sustainability that model is completely unsustainable and is a model that privileges the few against the many so it deteriorates the ecosystem of football clubs across the community up and down the pyramid you can't you cannot then have smaller clubs you know have smaller fan bases all these kind of things doing things and rising through the pyramid schemes because they are unfairly disadvantaged by an unsustainable system that's wrong football is amazing brings people together from the grassroots up and there should be football clubs in every space possible and if i happen to be born in a very small village in Hampshire or wherever, and there's a club there, you know, me supporting that club should allow me the privilege to potentially have my children engage in activities with that club, do things with the club, and also maybe see that club do really, really well uh, and play at a higher level than it started at. That was what the whole football system was set up for in, in, in the England, and that's what has spread to the world as this global phenomenon. So do we have a funding issue? Yeah, we do. We can't spend as much money on players and on staff as we want. So that does cause us some problems. So how do we address that funding issue? Do we address it by getting in a single person or individuals who will pump money into the club to make it unsustainable? Uh, that's bad. I've I fundamentally think that's the wrong way to run a sustain a business. You just don't run businesses that way. Um, if you do, the you know the, the consequences of of that are quite clear. You have to continue to have those people. If those people are doing that, funding all that money, they would expect, rightly so, to have control over certain aspects of that funding, so that they can maximise the revenue for them. Uh, wherever possible because they're putting in more than they get out so they want to go and want to get out as much as they can of course they are why wouldn't they that doesn't make any sense they may still put in more than they get out but they're certainly going to want to extract as much value as they possibly can to extract as much value as you possibly can you are going to want ownership to make decisions on specific things that bring that in if that's the case those people will pick companies organizations and values that likely are, are at odds with doing society good. They will pick betting companies because they will put more money in. They will pick Bitcoin companies because they will put more money in. They will pick 
catering firms to provide cheap food that is not healthy for the people that eat it because they can make more profit yeah in that case if we weren't fan owned we'd have no say over those things and while sitting watch that 90 minutes of fantastic football because we've paid for more players or we've put in a bit more of a different infrastructure that allows really good recruitment across the piece we would be surrounded by values that are damaging to the wider society we might have a we might have a fantastic 90 minutes but that is fundamentally where we would end up now there are some people who are saying that you know by being a don's trust member that you are you know impacting the club negatively and that one of the comments was that by paying 25 pound you're effectively playing champ manager with afc wimbledon that is not how the don's trust works as a fundamental misunderstanding of what the Don's Trust is, and again, has nothing to do with fan ownership. It has something to do with the understanding of how an organisation is run and who is in charge of the decision-making process. Have we, Don's Trust members, Don's Trust board, the PLC board, got all the processes and bits and pieces in place to make the best decisions to impact on and off the pitch at this point in time? Probably not. Should all season ticket holder members easily easily become Don's Trust members if they want to? Yes, they probably should. Um, but this isn't about fan ownership. You know, then the discussion moves towards where well, you can't run a successful business on volunteers, and that's the model we have because we don't have enough funding. It goes back to a funding issue again. Do I think that we can't run AFC Wimbledon successfully at as a sustainable, healthy, positive business and football club with volunteers? No, I think we can. I definitely can. Do I think we're doing it right currently? Probably not. Have we looked at models in the free software, open source communities that utilise a model that encourages volunteers but also has paid opportunities in the right places? Are we picking the right people for those paid opportunities at AFC Women? Do we have the structures in place to make that happen? not sure if we do yet have we just moved into a brand new stadium that is the biggest thing that we've ever done and we're now struggling to work out how to capitalize on that and to use all of the resources yes we probably are but we've only been there for a couple of seasons one season behind closed doors is this impacting directly on the football yes it probably is now again the question isn't should we be fan owned because I've outlined a very brief version of why that is probably a bad idea to change the unsustainable business model to move to the other models of being individual or group owned. So that's not the question um, and that's not what we should be asking. So. I wasn't going to stand for the Don's Trust board this time round because I didn't find the experience particularly uh, engaging last time. But I think I'm going to because I think we need to enshrine fan ownership still. But I think we need to have a proper conversation about what it means to be a, a sustainable, community-led, positive football club that sits in the centre and it's part of a positive societal impact in and around Wimbledon 
and those that choose to follow the club because of its values outside of its geographic location across the world. I think we can do it. And I think this nonsense talk about fan ownership being incompatible with having a fantastic football club is completely, completely wrong.